0: the longest running and most prolific early learning podcast i'm jeff johnson coming to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the gulf of Mexico, where the neighbors are building like an outbuilding a shed they've like got guys building it it's not one of those kits it's a big thing and it's making way too much fucking noise for for uh my my comfort and the dogs but uh hey listeners we're gonna we're gonna push through and make a podcast episode with me, Carol. How are you doing, Carol?
1: Great. No one's building a shed next to me. So I guess i am uh, you're
0: so you're so lucky. So we got got a question for you. We're trying to trying to get to know our the co-hosts a little bit better. Last time we we talked about favorite temperatures. Right now, the temperature range I've I've had from people is between 60 and 80 degrees. Everybody seems to fall in in that 80 rain.
1: degrees.
0: That's Nicole in Australia. So oh, that's okay. That's a nice right. cool day. I'll and, let it go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, now, this uh, Brett started this one. What is your favorite direction? As
1: in what I'm told to do? Or, or corn? I was like, my favorite direction is when my husband's had enough of me complaining. He tells me just to go to bed. And he says, go to bed. That's my All favorite right.
0: direction. <laughs> All right. We've had a lot of diversity on this one too. Um, mine is is onward as in into the future. So mine is temporal. Yeah. Um, Brett's was left. Um, I think Stephanie's was north. Yesterday Sam was on the uh on the same lines that you are. Hers was tear here. Um, like to oh, open. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that's a so solid that's a one. Year. Yeah. So there's, there's a wide range of, of answers to that question. And again, listeners, the reason I'm asking these, these stupid questions is just to, to highlight that, you know, people are different. And when it comes to setting up a curriculum or doing a group activity in your classroom, um, it's real easy to, to see that not everybody might, might be interested in your, your paper plate fish activity or whatever it is. So, um, people are people are diverse and strange um and i kind of wanted to get into that this episode i I originally wanted to call this one people are disappointing because i was disappointed (laughs) by humanity the other day um but you often are oh yeah but not to this extent somebody stole our kayaks no yeah Mm. are you gonna beat them up i'm no, I'm just drowning my sorrows in eggnog.
1: Um, <laughs> with eggnog I thought it was milk. I was like,
0: no. <laughs> well, well, actually it's eggnog cut with milk because the the uh the the full the full eggnog is just too sweet for me. Um, oh. so I, I cut it. And I I only allow myself one one vat of eggnog a year, so I it kind of stretches it out too when I cut it with the milk. Um, so so yeah, the other day I, I, I go down to the beach with the dogs and it's uh it's pre-sun up, about 40 minutes before sun, sunrise, and it's it's kind of dark out, and I I I notice something laying at the shore, and I realize it's the the cover to to Tasha's kayak, and I look to my left to where the kayaks should be chained up at the at the at the post on the beach they're they're gone some some disappointing humans came uh, sometime between that same time mean, within like the last 12 hours and uh cut the cable for the kayaks and drug them out to the water and got in them and paddled away now now i put uh the uh, the gfi trackers on them uh hid oh. up under the decks um so I was able to track to the place they paddled to and then drug the kayak out of the water and up to the road and removed the tracker and drove off with the kayak. So um that that ends my my kayaking for a while.
1: So wait, but you got them back?
0: No, they found that they I, oh, I found the I found where they I found where they left the track the tracker they oh. they located the tracker on the on the kayak and they took it off and they loaded up the kayaks and they they drove away apparently um i assume. Like where that, are you
1: going in a kayak that's like the slowest getaway ever
0: yeah yeah so uh, i guess it was uh, uh, less uh, conspicuous paddling a quarter of a mile in the dark and then dragging them up the beach there and then trying to trying to get them off the beach right right at our beach entry um and so i go through I don't know, about 30 seconds of anger and then a wave or two of disappointment and sadness. And then I settle into a bit of disappointment in human beings. And then I moved on because from the, the very beginning of putting kayaks at the beach, there were there were only a couple ways the the story of of Jeff's kayaks at the beach could come to an end either i was going to die in some sort of tragic kayak accident um mm-hmm. or i was going to die period and then the yes. kayaks was going to sit there and rot um they weren't going to get blown away in a hurricane because you can see hurricanes coming and we would have we would have brought them oh. we would have brought them home and then they would have got blown away with us and the house um uh, or or somebody steals them, and so from the very beginning of deciding, hey, we're gonna live a life where we got kayaks right there at the beach and don't have to haul them back and forth and that kind of stuff. It was it was assumed that at some point humans would do evil things and steal them because um, I've got this outlook on life that you should um, you know prepare, hope, expect, want the best, but but prepare plan for the worst and then you're never disappointed and so i you know intentionally we didn't buy real expensive kayaks because hey chances are they're going to get stolen
1: stolen yeah
0: um so i i worked through my cycle of grief and came back to my my normal stance is humans can be disappointing sometimes and that's just the way the world is and living in in reelsville that's probably a decent outlook to have
1: yeah i mean there's a i think there's a fine line between like misunderstanding that that happens sometimes and people who are just continually taking advantage of because they're like well that's just life like you don't strike me as the type though
0: you don't I, i'm not a just life type
1: well, to have people like constantly screwing you over, essentially, and just being like, "Well, what are you gonna do?" Well,
0: I mean, that's why I have very little contact with yeah, actual I was human beings. Say,
1: you know, um, I think you'd have more friends if you were that kind of person.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be hanging uh, out. Uh, with no, me, I don't. You know? I, I, I don't. I don't look at myself as a getting screwed over guy, but I, I know humans are, are shit. Yeah,
1: but you, you know, you can't. But
0: shit happens. And, and not all humans, you just gotta, you just gotta realize that there's a percentage of people out there that are, that are going to be going to be like that. Yeah. Um so I came home and I told Tasha, and she did a sad. And I called the local police department to report the stolen stuff. And the local police department said, "No, oh, you got to call the what is it, the sheriff's department, the county, oh. the county sheriff, because they're they're in charge of the beach, right? And I, I stuff that happens at the beach." I'm like, "Okay." So I called there, and she's like, "Uh, yeah, we can send somebody out to take a police report, and uh, they might they might turn up and everything." And she's real polite. She said, like, "It'll be a while because we got something something bigger going on." Um, but as Ooh. soon as I got somebody, I'll send them out and I'm like, Hey, yeah. Okay. And we hang up and I start thinking about it and look, I hate paperwork <laughs> and I hate waiting. Those are two of my biggest, my biggest dislikes is paperwork and waiting. They're right up there with people not picking up their dog poop. And so after about eight minutes, I was talking to Tosh I'm like, you know, they're not going to find the kayaks we're never going to see the kayaks again so really filing a police report is just kabuki theater um and so i called her back and i was like um hey let's cancel that let's not let's not have the the person come out and take a take a report she's like or really because i mean and i'm like yeah but i no thanks and so we canceled that 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 is how much i dislike paperwork um,
1: you you would basically pay someone the cost of the kayaks to not have to do paperwork.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the kayak. I mean, we from from the beginning, again, we assumed, hey, chances are they're going to get stolen, so that's that's a sunk cost. Um, uh, and and the other thing, um, I'm I'm such an asshole that uh, you know the the cop shows up in their in their nice cop uniform and they're hey I'm here to take a report and I'm like okay let's step outside and do that because you should never let a representative oh, of the God government into your into your castle. Um, How did I
1: know that's where that was going? <laughs>
0: um. Well, I mean. Why would, have you have you not ever, ever, ever watched a TV detective show where where they you, you let them in and then somebody somebody's got to use your bathroom and then they're going through your medicine cabinet and digging through your shit. You should never like government representatives into your place.
1: Listen, I only rewatch shows basically that I've seen before because it's like mm-hmm. a comfort thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to really pay attention, but I'd like something playing in the background while I'm folding my laundry. Sure. So right now it's law and order. So I'm like, yes, yes, I know. Yeah
0: you can't trust those fuckers so <laughs> yeah. so it saved me from having to do paperwork it saves me from having to be impolite to a a cop that was probably just a nice guy um and 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 all of that um so giving yourself and
1: a it, reputation in the neighborhood yeah.
0: and it, and it sped up the grieving process right because waiting around for another 45 minutes for, for them to show up and then doing the paperwork and then having a hunk of paper. Cause I'm sure if they fill out in triplicate and I get a copy or yeah. something and, and uh, that would just irritate me. So moving on. And now, now I'm making plans for, for the replacement kayaks. Um, because I will not go kayakless. You, um, no, you can't, you just can't. I, yeah. I, I just can't. How the fuck am I going to be a pirate? Um I'm probably gonna hold off for a while. I, I think maybe I'll limit myself to a one one stolen kayak a year per person there in the family. Um we'll Your have to quota. come up with something like that. Um I've I've thought about some look, our our, our security precautions had been kind of uh of uh, uh, uh low-key with the with the Blackwater. RFI. Um I I'm I'm probably gonna post a a video camera on the post everything is chained to. Yes, what?
1: Well, I was i was my first thought. I'm like, well, you need like a trail camera or something there. But I was like, yeah, yeah, but if they know it's there, the first thing they're gonna do is cover the camera and then take your kayaks.
0: Oh, but so they it has gotta to get, be like
1: inconspicuous.
0: They've gotta get close no, they've gotta get close enough to the camera to cover it because uh, uh when the camera has a motion sensor on it and takes a picture from anything that gets in within twenty feet of it, it's kinda hard to get close enough and cover it up. True. So it uh, sneak
1: up from behind somehow.
0: Yeah, that's uh, but you know, they've got the little globy ones that oh uh, yeah, that get a yeah, one. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I thought was, you know, this might not have been a deplorable asshole. This might have been a childcare bar and grill listener who is tired of listening to me fucking talk about kayaking on the damn podcast.
1: Can't take one more damn kayak story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so I mean, it could be it could be a listener. So I can't I can't give all my future security precautions uh, away just in case it is a listener. And and then the other side, the other thing is, um, why not just buy it? Because we we we, it, it, we why not buy an even cheaper kayak next time and then forego any any efforts in security? Because I don't want to spend more on security that's not going to mm-hmm. work than the kayak's worth. Just um, buy
1: kayaks in bulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe, it had, maybe it some sort of kayak dispenser. Some um, oriental
1: Trading kayaks. You know, yeah, right yeah.
0: Um, maybe I need to start crafting my own out of reeds and driftwood or something. And yeah. and I could start. Yeah. I could start rafting instead of kayaking. I don't. I don't know. Um, so the whole sad part. Well, it's still kind of sad because the beach, beach entry. I walk to the beach and I look to my left and my 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 kayak post is right there and then for a couple days they it would took a couple days before the beach raking machine went by and so the the drag marks were there and so every time i went to the beach i was like that's where they stole my (laughs) kayak um but now they've they've raked the beach and so it's it's a it's a little bit better but uh um like walking this morning the water was like perfect for for paddling i'm like not for me (laughs) um so I guess I'm not over the SADs yet, but you know, life goes on. And I think if you realize that sometimes people are gonna disappoint you, then it's a little bit easier. And, and the other thing is, I I I I feel sorry for the dudes. I, I assume it's dudes, right? It was it had to be dudes. This isn't, I mean, I don't want to stereotype people, but probably probably dudes, right? Probably, yeah. I feel sorry for these dudes. Because that's, that's the, that's the life they're, they're living. Um, Yeah. That's the, that's the choice that they made because look, I have, I have contemplated stealing vehicles from people. Yeah. Haven't you ever done this? You walk by like, like this is, this has happened within (laughs) the last week. Um, The UPS truck was sitting outside, (laughs) you know, the driver leaves the truck around and the door open. He runs in to drop off the package. I thought, I could drive off with this USPS truck. I can drive a stick. Um, I've I had that. I've had so that. You
1: You would make the deliveries though, too. That's what the best part about
0: that story is. Well, sure, I'd make the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd assume there's an extra uniform in the in the back of the truck. Oh, cool. And I'm just like, hey, this will be a fun experience. And, uh, uh, but I've done the same thing with, uh, you know, there was a city bus parked at a convenience store one time because the, the driver had to go in and get his Slurpee or whatever. And I thought- <laughs> Um bus, yeah, great. We could have so, a speed situation. Um I've I've i thought my that... own
1: children's book, Don't Let Jeff Drive the Bus. <laughs> Don't let <laughs> Jeff drive the bus. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Can you imagine me with the magic school bus? That'd be awesome. I've, I've had that thought with, uh, with police cars. I, 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 I past a, 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 a traffic stop the other day. Uh, yeah, It's been months ago now, but, uh, you know, the cop car, he's, he's like a uh, given, given the license and the ticket to the driver and and the door is open. And I'm like,
1: huh. um, That's really so, why you didn't want that cop coming to the door. Cause you're like, I'm going yeah, to steal his car. Then hey, I happen. saw you
0: eyeballing my, my cruiser. <laughs> um, so I I get that that desire that that flicker in your mind that I could do this bad thing and yet I I don't generally do the bad thing. Now I'm deplorable for other reasons um that we don't have time and you know just for my own safety I don't want to get into um so me calling humans deplorable, I'm I'm fully in that basket yeah, it's with like, all same, of shame,
1: but also they are deplorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're we're all in that basket together. I think we've all probably got something disappointing and deplorable about us, right? Oh, for sure. And and we'd prefer Mine doesn't not... to
1: be wanting to steal things, but
0: <laughs> I just don't not... want
1: to be accountable for anything else. I'm at that point in life where like I would never think to steal something because then I gotta deal with that thing too. I have enough things to deal mm-hmm. with. Like we were on a haunted hayride uh last weekend. And uh, you know, like the people they like jump on the hayride and they're gonna they were like, You're gonna be our mother. And I was like, Oh great, more kids he's like well we're gonna cook these other kids and i'm like well i guess it's a swap then i don't know <laughs> <It evens out.
0: laughs> clean up after yourself when you're done but, Chicken, um, that was
1: funny that was my first response that i was like no please not more kids i can't i, I can't <laughs> i'm all
0: <laughs> i'm all kitted out so um you you it sounded like your daughter had a disappointment in humans experience somebody didn't want to play with her or something what
1: no, it's actually, I don't know who was more disappointed in who. Uh, we have a little girl that lives next door, and they're very good friends. Very nice little girl. Her family dynamic's a little bit different than ours, so she doesn't always have somebody that will, like, hang out with her and do stuff with her, and she goes to school all day and and whatever. But, like, she likes to spend, like, every waking moment at our house. <laughs> like, as soon as she's so she's available, she's at the door, which is, which is fine. You know what I mean? And I like her having a place to go. Like, she likes hanging out with us and that's fine but uh sometimes my younger daughter she has her days where she doesn't want to play like she sure. wants time to herself she wants to be left to her own devices you know she doesn't want to talk to anybody which i think is fine like in the beginning i would get like upset with her cuz i was like don't be mean like you know she doesn't have anybody else to play with and whatever and you know she's <laughs> she's very direct that one she's basically like how is that my problem you know <laughs> like ooh, <laughs> she i like has this a, kid yeah she's got a point but um i think she's my kid that makes me i think grow the most though because she's like no why why is that my problem like why am i not allowed to have the time that i need because somebody else wants to do like to entertain someone else like she was basically like you've got to be kidding me so when i was like ooh, fair because sometimes I'll take time out for myself. Like, you know, mommy's not available. Daddy's here. If you need anything, I'm going to be upstairs working on whatever. Or relaxing, whatever it is I'm doing. Um, but, of course, the little girl next door, being a little kid, did not take it well. You know, and she got upset. And then, you know, my my younger one, she'll go over there, like, the next day and be like, hey, you want to play? And then she gets guilt-tripped. Like, well, you know what happened? Because you wouldn't play with me yesterday, and you you didn't want to hang out yesterday so i do this and this happened and then i got in trouble and you know and it's like this whole big big guilt trip but again natalie's like how how is that my problem they're like like
0: eight or nine year olds
1: nine yeah they're both nine so it was one of those things And then you know once my little natalie she gets overwhelmed she tends to get snippy You know, like, then, like, I can't imagine where she gets that from.
0: I can't imagine. You
1: know, it happens. So, so today, actually, a little girl came over and we, like, kind of sat down, the three of us, and had to, like, talk it through. It's like, yeah, sometimes people will disappoint you, but, you know, that's, it's not the end of the world. And that's just kind of life. And she's allowed to have her alone time, but don't take it personally either.
0: Yeah. that, That people disappoint you. That's people.
1: Yeah. That's people for. It. I told her. I said, "Oh, love, I wish I could tell you that you could avoid people disappointing you." I said, "But I have a feeling you already have an idea that there's lots of people who disappoint you." She was like, "Yep." <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, "And I know that kind of stinks." That like, you have a friend next door, and like, there's all these adults who like don't want to deal with you, don't have time. And she's like, "Yep." And I said, "I just don't. I didn't want her to take a person like, well, we don't like you, so go away."
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was
1: like. was like she's got to be nicer about the way she says it so we're working on that i said but you have to learn to accept no sometimes so it was like a whole but they were like both disappointed in each other they're like i have one that's like she doesn't want to hang that's so that's so terrible and my daughter's like why can't she just leave me
0: alone for a day you know Mm -hmm. may have 24 hours
1: yeah can i just please
0: well i think that's i mean that's a great learning experience for for both of them um because yeah. if you're if you're going to make your way in the world you got to learn that people can disappoint you and how to move on from it uh yeah. those are important things and i think there are there are too many kids that are they're that living in worlds where where they're they're living in these phony worlds where they haven't been disappointed by anything yeah yeah
1: and somebody disappointing you doesn't automatically make them a bad person. No. Which, but I, I mean, think that that happens a lot with kids, though, because when they disappoint an adult, well, it's a big deal. And it has to be dealt with, you know, as most adults see it. You know what I mean? Like, so sure. somebody disappoints them. Well, OK, well, somebody disappointed me. So this is a big deal. You know, they should be dealt with. You know, I, and I mean, I'm very I'm very close to 40 at this point. So, like just now, I'm learning that I it doesn't make me a terrible person if I disappoint somebody. Like yeah. people are disappointed in me because I couldn't do something for them, I didn't do something fast enough or the way they liked. Well, then they can they can be disappointed. That's they're within their rights to do so, but that's not always my problem.
0: Sure, and and that's a that's a great point because in all the all the burnout stuff I do, one of the things that's, that come up because. You know, I encourage people that you need to make time to make sure your own needs are being met. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, you know, self-care is an important thing and you need to make time for it. And one of the strategies is you got to learn to say no to people sometimes because uh, people's people's agendas get filled up with other people's bullshit all the time. And so you got to learn to say no. And one of the hardest things that I've heard over 20 plus years is that, That guilt of disappointing somebody by saying no to them. No, I can't work that shift. No, I can't make cupcakes for the bake sale, um, whatever it is, is is something that that um goads them into saying yes to the stuff that they really don't want to do. And and so realizing that, yeah, it's okay to disappoint people, the world will keep spinning. Um I'm at the
1: time when you agree to that stuff, you're you're not at your best anyway like to use my daughter again as an example, like she's like, I feel like I'm a bad friend that she gets mad at me. So sometimes she doesn't want to hang out or play, but you know, she'll invite her in anyway. but then she's miserable to her. And this is, I've had like my older daughter's had things too. I'm like, listen, if you don't like that situation, don't put yourself in it. Like it's better to disappoint someone or have that couple minutes of someone being upset and then they can go move about their day and get over it. Then try and accommodate them, but you end up just, being miserable then the whole day like they that's not fair like that yeah
0: it's not fair to anybody
1: right because at that point too that friend has the expectation you invited them in but then you're mean to them like you know you get kind of like whiplash from social situations like that so it's it's an ongoing thing with the okay how do we draw our boundaries in a respectful way because at this point in time i'm beyond like well you have to be kind because i am finding and i think my kids are finding especially since like we're out in the world sometimes being kind is an invitation to be taken advantage of sure because like you know when people and especially particularly kids who aren't shown a lot of kindness you, everyone's like well i was so nice to them they should have been over the moon but these are kids who have to kind of fight for everything they get so when someone is kind to them, it's kind of like, a oh, I can get a lot from this person.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: sometimes being kind is like a misnomer. You're, you're kind of setting yourself up. I'm not saying be mean to people, which is kind of why have, I'm shifting my perspective to be respectful about it. But sometimes with some people, you have to be firm. And like, it's no, it's not a, I really wish I could. I'm so sorry that I can't, you know, and they're going to take that as, oh, well, well, maybe you can just do this or that, you know, and it kind of it's like an invitation for them to keep pushing. Yeah. But if you're respectful, but firm, be like, I, I don't have time for that today. Um, If I was able to, I'll, you know, if you need something else, I'll let you know if I can help or something like that. But I think yeah. it's this jump to, cause we're always telling kids, well, be nice, be kind, be nice. And it, I just think it sets up for us being over accommodating, which then as adults, we're all burned out because we're still over accommodating people.
0: Yeah, and I, I think we still live in a culture. I don't know if a guy as a guy, if I can say this, but we, we still live in a world where um let's see, women aren't women anymore. They're womb, womb havers. Um, no, because you can't um, You wh- called me a, a birthing person. I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> um and anyway, fee, female females, women, what word do would tell me the word I'm supposed to use? i'm the wrong person to ask um okay so <laughs> i think dudes it's easier for dudes to yeah. to be to be to stand up for themselves and to say no and to set limits and we have a culture where um whatever the opposite of dudes are um ladies how about ladies ladies is that there is that the appropriate word ladies yeah. um Uh, um, it's harder for ladies because of the way still society works. And that that shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, I think really what it kind of like harkens back to the fact that like we are wired a little bit different. And that's not an absolute. You'll have men who are very socially wired, who are very good with all of that. And you'll have ladies that aren't, you know. Sure, absolutely. Um, Particularly our ladies on the spectrum have a harder time sometimes with that, I think about figuring out what exactly social things are required yeah it's 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 tough to navigate but i mean when you when you go back and back and back and back and back um men had to be more logical and more straightforward you know when you go back to like hunter-gatherers things like that like men had to be that way that was their job and it really was the women who orchestrated the so like kept the social parts in order so and they're the ones with the most left often with the kids and they have to be attuned to everybody's social thing. So I think we still naturally want like the social atmosphere running smoothly, but a lot of times to our own detriment, just like men can be logical and everything else to their own detriment. Like it happens folks. Not everybody can do everything.
0: This just in, not not (laughs) everyone can do everything. Um, that's That's a great point. So, I don't know. And then I start wondering, are, were, did these dudes steal my kayaks to buy bread for their children? Um, no. no? You're pretty sure? Yeah.
1: They did not. No.
0: <laughs> probably, probably. My meth. guess is
1: it's a drunken lark.
0: Probably, my... probably meth. Yeah. maybe <laughs> yeah. Some, Buy, meth, maybe for buy, buy maybe. meth for their children. Buy meth for their children. Did they steal my kayaks to buy meth for their children? For their um children. Uh, anyway, so that's that. Um, so, and, and look, I'm not saying we should with, with young children, we should just bring them up in the world of hard knocks and show them the world is a, a horrible, disappointing place. That's how you make
1: the world a horrible and disappointing place.
0: Yeah, but, but helping them, helping them develop an understanding that, that sometimes people and situations are going to be disappointing is probably, probably valuable if you can do it in a, in a, in a kind and considerate way. Like, let I me mean, the way you describe with your, your daughter and the neighbor kid is, is exactly, I think that's a, that's a good model for, for one of these situations. It's not like we're, we're taking kids and we're, we're creating some sort of Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, no, it's <laughs> Lord of the Flies, flies. right? <laughs> Lord of the Flies situation. <laughs>
1: That might be a lot of fun if we don't think like a Lord of the Rings
0: situation. Oh, if you could com- if you could combine those two, put a bunch of a bunch of adolescents on, a, on an island and have them fight for the ring.
1: And like only one side gets Gandalf, or like what's that? that yeah,
0: yeah. You, you maybe get an orc or two on the other side. I don't know. Um, yeah. So um yeah. I don't know. Anything else we need to talk about on this topic? I don't know.
1: I'm pretty disappointing, so I don't have any
0: i i'm i you know i'm trying to look at the bright side i'll be able to come up with a new kayak name i mean there the tipsy mermaid was a great name for a kayak but i'll be able to i'll be able to spend time thinking about a new one for the next kayak i have a um, feeling it
1: was a tipsy mermaid that took them
0: yeah it might have been um hey listeners we'll wrap this up in a minute oh another thing i just thought of this um speaking of being disappointed tomorrow i have to i have to get on an, an airplane and fly to uh to Bloomington, um, Illinois, and and then so 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 that on Saturday morning I can I can spend half a day disappointing people. <laughs> So I'll be I'll be disappointed in the whole flying process and they'll be disappointed in me and then I'll come home. <laughs> so a lot of disappointment coming up in my weekend as well. Well,
1: unless you're on their jury, I can't imagine how you would they would be disappointed with you. Yeah, they, so well,
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> they gotta spend a a, uh, a a half a day pretending to pay attention to me, I guess. So that'll that'll, that'll be delightful for them. <laughs> um so hey, if 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 you, any of you were there, um sorry for disappointing um please give us your reviews (laughs) hey listeners if you want to tell me how disappointed you are in people or that you stole my kayaks uh you can head over to my oh yeah my playhaven.com and uh and leave a message there it's a great way to connect with the show if you want to want to leave a message but it's also a great way to connect with other human beings there's like uh there's like 50 plus people are registered over there now and uh, still not a lot of action going on but people are posting stuff and people are responding to stuff and and it's uh it's kind of uh starting to I, I'm it's 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 grown to the point that I'm not, I'm not disappointed yet that I mm-hmm. spent the money I spent to set it up and put the time into it. So um, hopefully that'll keep mm-hmm. growing. You can also join me for Happy Hour, the fourth Tuesday of the month, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. There's a registration link in the show notes. It's just a Zoom registration so that you, you can get the Zoom link and I can know who's coming. Um, any final thoughts before we pull the plug? I think
1: I could make that play, and I've had something every fourth Tuesday. Like I'm like, why? Why is every time there's something I want to do, life comes in and just fills that time slot? But
0: yeah, that's uh, that's kind of kind of uh. Hey, listener Sally, uh, this is Narrowcasting. Uh, listener Sally, uh, uh, you know, in in October there were five five Tuesdays in the month. And, and she like messaged me weeks before and like, is it on this? And she mentions the last Thursday in the month. I'm like, no, it's on the fourth. And then the day after um, she's like, so the, the, the happy hour is next week. Right. I'm like, nope, last night. Um, So I guess what I'm saying is listener, Sally, get your shit together. Um,
1: But if you don't get it together, Sally, just come and sit with me. We can form a club. Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: hook up with carol this has been the child care bar and grill podcast the world's longest running and most prolific early podcast that's disappointed in everybody but you thanks for (laughs) listening back soon Bye 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 this motherfucker stole my kayaks